is Top Story with Evans Mensah. And Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. The NDC minority in parliament is tonight on the charm offensive to build a coalition against the Bank of Ghana governor, Dr. Enes Adesing, and his two deputies ahead of their planned 5th September protest to force them out. The NDC has today been partnering with civil society, pressure groups, and middle-class activists to present a united front for the Occupy BOG protest. They accused the BOG governor of illegally printing money of about 80 billion uh, CDs between 2021 and 2022, which they say has led to record inflation. Now, they also blame the governor for the bank's recent historic 60 billion CD loss. The leadership of the minority have been meeting with the police today. Now, John Hughes understands the leaders have rejected alternative routes suggested by the police for the protest. More on that shortly. But first, the deputy minority leader, Emmanuel Amakofibwa, has been addressing the press after that closed-door meeting with the police. Of our intention to protest, to express our revulsion on the illegal printing of money at the Bank of Ghana and the morphisms that has been reported in the 2021 and 2022 financial report of Bank of Ghana. Acts that has resulted in impoverishing close to one million Ghanaians. As law-abiding citizens, we wrote to the police service uh, to inform them of our intention to protest on the 5th of September. We provided them a detailed route of the path that will go through during that protest. We were invited by the Ghana Police Service. We were joined by civil society organizations, Arise Ghana, and our comrade Bernard Mona were received warmly by the police service. We engaged in very constructive discussions on the planned protest. I am very happy to inform you that the engagement was very cordial. The police service uh, made some proposals to us. And we also insisted on our proposals in terms of the route we have. We concluded the meeting that we will go through the route that we have proposed. And so everything is set for our protest, which will be joined by thousands of Ghanaians to express our revulsion at the ugly and corrupt activities that has impoverished the people of Ghana. And this will happen on the 5th of September. Well, my colleague Samuel Mbura was uh, with the team when they went to the police and he joins me in the studio right now. The deputy minority leader says a meeting with the police was fruitful, but we understand one of the key things they haggled over was how to get the petition to the governor when they converge at the BOG premises. 
Exactly, Evan. So they are resisting in attempts by the police to give them alternative routes because they earlier proposed that they'll use the frontage of Parliament House, also Cemetery, Traffic Light, through to the Ministry of Finance, High Court Complex, the Kimbo area, and Makola leading to Rollins Park, Oprah Square, and back to the Bank of Ghana, uh, where the protesters will march and picket as well to demand the resignation of the governor, the deputy governors, and board of directors of the bank. So they say that any attempt to prevent them from doing that will be resisted. So far as we are concerned, the route that we have proposed are the routes that we are going to use. The police, of course, in the discussions, discuss alternatives here and there, but we insisted that the routes that we have proposed are the routes we are going to use. And that is why we are saying that we haven't accepted any alternative arrangements. We've insisted that the routes that we have proposed are the routes we will use. And we believe and we have confidence in the Ghana Police Service. We've seen them police, you know, lengthier routes, uh, more complicated routes. There's no part of Accra that I, standing here, have never demonstrated through. And the police were there to ensure that it was successful. The most strategic and important national security installation is the office of the president. And I'm sure as media men, you have covered demonstrations up to the frontage of the Flagstaff House. And senior people have come out of the Flagstaff House and received petitions. So if you can demonstrate or march up to the frontage of the Flagstaff House, how is it that you cannot demonstrate before or march to the frontage of the Bank of Ghana head of his building? Remember that the man is not kept at the head of his building. The man is not kept at the head of his building. If we're proposing to march to Spintex Road where their warehouse is where they keep their money, then that is where most of you would have been concerned. But this is the head office where there are workers. And, you know, there are office buildings across the, the city and, you know, Bank of Ghana workers uh, use those facilities. So I don't think that there's any real security issue here at all. So Imburadi are insisting on, on this route that they themselves had already talked about in the statement they put out. But today we've had the deputy minority leader talk about the fact that they're not doing this alone. They're getting others to, to join them. Exactly, Evan. So um, I'm told that the People's National Convention, PNC, Ghana Union Movement, the Great Consolidated Popular Party, All People's Congress, uh, we also have various civil society organizations. They say the creative arts industry, drivers, unions, traders and citizens from all walks of, li uh, walks of life, and also the Alliance for Social Equity and Public Accountability will be pouring out on the street on that day to support the minority. Okay, and when they get to the BOG premises, is it the intention to actually meet with the governor? That is the expectation of the minority because they said they have agreed with the police that when they get to the premises of the BOG, they will not be prevented. They are expecting the governor himself, Mr. or Dr. Ernest Addison, to come and receive the, their petition. Okay. Um, let's let's get a bit more on this as they plan towards the 5th of September. I want to bring in Mahama Yariga, uh, who was also there today uh, with the group. He's a member of parliament for Boku Central. You know him. He joins us on the line right now. Also joining me is a deputy trade minister, a member of the finance committee in parliament as well, uh, Dr. Stephen Ama. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for your time here on Top Story. Uh, Mr. Yariga, so I, I just heard you there in insist that you want to use the route that you you have decided on but the police have alternatives for you there's a, a security concern and a public order uh, concern here is is there not well i mean uh good evening to you and 
to our cherished When we went to the meeting, they actually proposed that we should start from Obra Sport at the circle and march on the Adabaka Road leading to uh, the city center and halfway through take a left turn and pass through the city house traffic lights and then continue along that route and terminate at the independence square and they said they were proposing that because of security considerations the bank of ghana is a security zone and we could not match the bank of ghana and then also that they didn't want us to obstruct traffic and etc and then also they didn't want us to pass through um makola market because every day makola market tends to be busy so we pointed out to them that if you take our route from parliament through the court complex finance ministry and then through kimbu through makola to you know um the bank of ghana uh, building it is a shorter route and will involve less obstruction of traffic and etc than the route they are proposing to us to start all the way from you know the circle area and secondly if they are concerned about bank of ghana being security installation their route also requires that we pass through city house city house is a bank of ghana installation it's an office building where bank of ghana staff work from so why are you not concerned about us you know passing by uh, city house and yet you you have an issue with us getting to the headquarters itself so we rejected that proposal and insisted that we will use the route that we have proposed and they said well um that was their proposal and we also insisted that we will use the route that we will we have you, proposed. you accept that in this case the, the police can go to court and get an order uh, if they indeed have genuine security concerns they can make that case you accept that that's a possibility well i mean that that's always an option open to the police and we're not afraid of meeting them in court but we insist that the route that we have proposed is equally convenient like i indicated earlier on there's no part of Accra that we have not demonstrated it was peaceful and uh, the police were up to the task and Ghanaians are very you know civil they will demonstrate make their point and disperse at the end of the day so i don't see why they are worried about the route that we have chosen Hmm. I mean, let me bring in Dr. Stephen Amar. Dr. Stephen Amar, you're Deputy Trade Minister. You, you sit also in a finance committee in Parliament. You look at the record losses that the BOG has suffered. You look at the negative uh, equity that they have currently. Clearly, there's an issue there. Somebody must take responsibility for this. The minority is convinced that the central bank governor and the two deputies must. You support your, your move that this is how you hold public officers accountable. Um, thank you very much. My regards to our cherished listeners and viewers this um, evening, and thank you for giving the country this opportunity. Uh, in the first place, um, uh, my greetings to my senior, Ayaga. 
the fact of the matter is that Evans, we should all know that what they are doing is basically to have some sort of political capital because we're getting into next year election and because of the political capital they really want, they went back on all sorts of activities just to get people into making arbitrary decisions and vote for them. In any case, they know that what we are talking about is a very technical issue that if the NDC government had, NDC had been in government, they wouldn't have been able to offer any other alternative or even prevent or mitigate the impact of what is happening. In any case, I think the impact would have been even higher and stronger or severer than we are having. So I really don't support them too. They even understand the law and the processes even more than I do as a first time in parliament. If you disagree with a painting of man, that is so. <laughs> is it demonstration on the street that will solve it? Is it also true that the equity, uh, the negative equity they are talking about means insolvency? They know that is not true. There are clear differences. Is it also true or otherwise that Ghana's central bank is the only bank that is going through this Herculean time of what it's experiencing? Have you forgotten about UK, Australia, Switzerland, all these countries as a result of the global liquidity challenges that we are having and we are part of, especially when we are an import-driven economy. And it's not even the first time the Central Bank of Ghana is trying to position itself in a way to stabilize our economy, which is one of its mandates. So as much as probably they might have had issues and they think they want to dig deeper and just try to find a way of understanding what is happening, they should try, not this time, to always stick to the, the old method of our power. So either something is good or bad, whether the approach or the technique is the right technique available, whether what we are doing today can solve tomorrow's problem, I want power, so I will do anything. And on that grounds, I disagree with them. I don't think that is the right Mama Yerga, this is purely a, a political point scoring measure. You just said him there. You agree with that? Well, I mean, I, I am disappointed because um, it is obvious. You yourself, you all saw the, the report or the audit report on the central bank, the financial statement. It's, it's obvious that, you know, they've registered a loss of over 60 billion, that, you know, they have a negative equity now. If you are the bank of last resort and you are sitting with a negative equity, if any of the banks run into a crisis today, this central bank has been so inefficiently managed that they will not be able to help that bank out of the crisis. In fact, the president is talking about going to Niger. He will not be able to afford food and fuel for the soldiers to go to Niger because he hasn't budgeted for it and his central bank does not have any emergency fund sitting there that he can count on to even go to the Niger that he is talking about going to. This is the extent to which a central bank has been mismanaged. And I think that is not enough. In the midst of this mismanagement, this leadership, the governor and his two deputies, go and put 222 million United States dollars to construct space for themselves, for their comfort. When the banks are suffering, when the commercial banks suffered similar circumstances, the central bank shut them down. They shut them down. They arrested the owners of the bank. They arrested the managers of the banks. The board members investigated them. 
and are prosecuting some of them. So if they could do these two commercial banks, why is that they as the regulators that we have appointed and are paying with our tax money, somebody will tell us that we should not hold them accountable. They must be held accountable. This is how you run a country. You don't sweep everything under the carpet because you don't set a good precedent for future leaders of the central bank. We will definitely be in power one day. We are setting a standard so that future central bank governors will know that this is a standard. So I'm disappointed that but my but you're hold, but you're will be to defend this record. You're holding the central bank governor responsible. But the economic crisis that triggered the support that he had to give to the government, they, and the IMF backs this up by saying they had to step in to prevent the total economic collapse. We've seen that almost 90% of the loss that he suffered is down to their participation, the DDEP, the, the, the hit that he had to take on behalf of the financial sector. Those are the hard facts. So how does he, the Bank of Ghana governor, and his two deputies take the fall for that when the, the problem was created elsewhere? Elsewhere where? Well, you have the finance ministry. They're the not in charge of, they're not responsible for policy. Over borrowing. And it was part of the responsibility of the central bank governor to check the overborrowing. So they, they sat back and negligently allowed the finance minister to overborrow. And then when the IMF was coming in, the IMF said, you have overborrowed and we can't come in if you have overborrowed. So you have to go and renegotiate your, your debts. They could not successfully renegotiate. And then the same central bank that sat back and allowed the finance ministry to overborrow, then decided to, 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 to assist them by cutting on whatever it is that the, central, the government also owed them. So clearly, it is this same central bank government that was a governor that was supposed to hold the executive in check. That was the finance ministry in check. They failed to do that. Then they ran us into a crisis. Then again, they went in and used public money to build them. And then unilaterally, without coming to parliament, decided to waive all that money. So this, if, if this is not inefficiency and, and bad leadership, what else are you looking out for? But, but, is, but, isn't, but, but isn't this also scapegoating the central bank governor? When the minority tried to remove the finance minister, because you held him ultimately responsible, because you failed there, you've turned your attention on the central bank governor. All of them are responsible. Each of them is responsible. The finance minister has his responsibility, and the constitution says the way to hold him responsible is to go by uh, a vote of censure. We did that. For the governor also, we are saying that he should resign. So you can't just focus on the finance minister. You will have to hold the central bank governor also accountable. And we are taking steps to hold him accountable. Well, Stephen Amwa, you defend the BOG, but the facts suggest that they have been, one, negligent, but two, downright disregarding of the law. The Bank of Ghana Act as amended says they had to go to parliament and inform parliament after they've done informing the finance minister. They didn't do that. You have such a huge historic loss. They blame it on other factors. But those two alone, aren't they enough for him to be held accountable and his two deputies? Um, Evans, thank you. I hope I also get enough time to explain issues. In the first place, Evans, let's all be very honest. Um, raising issues, I'm not saying it is out of gear that people raise issues for 
um, clarification or whatever they want, information, whatever pieces of information they want. But I just want to quote three things for us to see whether this is an exclusive situation that we can say that it's our bank, our Central Bank of Canada is not doing well. Before I come back to what he said, um, I have this document from the Bank of Ghana itself quoted from reliable sources that they explain to us that Australia Bank, that is Reserve Bank of Australia, in their currency, they had about 37 billion losses. UK had about um, 150 billion pounds. And the Swiss had about 132 billion Evans. And we say, honestly, that something exclusive with our bank. You're now comparing after, yourself to I'm Australia. Coming, and after they have explained even part of the exposures they had to take from, and you even said it right here, that because of the crisis, because one of the things my brothers are raising is that because of even printing of money and other things, inflation went up. Please, check the global inflation. I normally like benchmarking, dealing with global, global inflation. Because COVID is hovering around averagely um, 300%. 300 and over. Even more. Go and check. I'm forgetting the person, but from about 1.7 something to about 10 or 9%. Go and check the differences. You're talking about the fact that we have borrowed money and that we have... Please, we had... Almost 22 months of impaired productivity. I've never seen in this country, you can correct me, that a time came that people were asked to stay home but we pay them. That the private sector had to sack about 40,000 people. And because of that, I pay corporate taxes and the other taxes, we have shortfalls of our revenue generation uh, domestically, Dr. almost Dr. $12 billion how, how as a country. That, how does and that... definitely that will affect our fiscal space for us to probably have issues with borrowing. But, but Dr. Ma, how, 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 how does that stop, how does that stop the it's BOG? How does that stop the BOG from complying with the law that says inform parliament when you are overexposed to the government? Come again. How does that stop the BOG from complying with the law that says inform let, let me, let me come when you're overexposed? Let, let me come, let me come, let me come and let me explain this thing to you. Please, let's be honest with us, this thing that they raise. I am not saying that it is wrong for BOG to go ABC. I've, I've, I've been explaining this over and over. Evans, go and read the PFM Act, which apart from the Constitution, is the next supreme law when it comes to how public funds are to be managed on the basis of controls, procedures, and all these communities. Go and read, uh, uh, is it uh, PFM Act 2016, Act 921-18? I stand to be corrected because I'm in my car. Go and check. There are even three conditions under which, upon consultation, even our fiscal rules and policies, including these controls you are talking about, whether quasar or state institutions, we need to even suspend them. One of them is war, natural disaster. Yeah, and but, but, but nothing suspends I'm the telling, reporting telling, obligations me... placed on the BOG, uh, Dr. Ahmad. Nothing suspends that. But we want to expect every detail of our controls when situations that are going forth within even the stipulate of the PSM Act. Let's be honest with this situation. Let's yeah. be very honest with this situation. No, nothing you've said justifies that decision. All refusal. Just about what decision? Do, no, what to the fiscal rules and policies? Explain, what are they? You. You, the you, 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 you are a member of parliament. You are a member of parliament. Such rules, we need Dr. to even suspend them upon consultation. Well, Dr. We Dr. Need to be very you are a member of parliament. You are a member on the finance committee in parliament. The law says you should be reported to. 
You've not been reported to. You are okay with that as a people's representative? I can't, I don't understand. I can't hear you. Maybe I'm saying, I'm saying my line you, is so you, thin. No, Sorry. You, you are a member of parliament. The uh-huh. law says the central bank governor must report to you under these circumstances. He hasn't. As a people's representative, you are happy with that? No, how can I? How can, listen, I'm not happy with wh- where our economy, as well as the global economy is, but whether we are happy or not, we need to also adhere and respect the very laws that allow us to do things in a way that will not cause a bigger harm to us as a country. Not that I'm happy that somebody did not go by the controls. Is it that they sat there and said they won't go? Or the situation that came in, even if what they are saying is true, I don't have the details. The situation which we have, you think the framers of our laws, they were not wise enough to even state three conditions that under such situation, our fiscal rules and policies upon consultations, we can even suspend them. Because these are war times, and one of them is health issues. That 22 months, the whole world, Evans, as I'm talking to you now, set even base rate in the global economy. Some have moved over 1,700%. If they want to demonstrate, I have no problem. Check all over the world. Where are we not having demonstrations? But we shouldn't mislead Ghanaians. We shouldn't go because of politics, try to give wrong education. We're doing Ghana great service. Great service because we need to educate people. Of course, there's hardship. We all attest to that fact. And we know that once there's hardship, the, the, the cause and the source of the hardship and the very way we can embark on technical policies economically to ensure that we can restore and rebuild this economy for the, for the near future, we need to respect that. What okay, let, let, let me bring in uh, Mama Yarga into the conversation. Ms. Yarga, as far as this protest is concerned, when it was first advertised, we're told it's going to be occupy the central bank. Obviously, from what I'm hearing you say today, this is simply a protest that will start and end on the day you present the petition you leave. This is nothing close to occupation of the central bank, correct? No, no, I mean, we, 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 our letter is clear that we are going to march to the frontage of the central bank and then pick it around it and present a petition. And we're very clear with the the police when we met them we 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 know this country very well we know that you can't go and occupy a central bank it's branded as occupy central bank but the details and the specifics clearly state that we are marching to the frontage of the central bank same way that in the past we marched to the frontage of the flagstaff house and presented a petition to the, the the office of the president and this is on the fifth. And you are you are, I've heard today that your intention is not to do this alone, but do this with others. And you've suggested that you're having civil society guys join you for but today I only see I only saw um uh my good friend former PNC uh, chairman, Bernard Mona there. That is not representative of anything close to civil society. Well, we also had a uh, arise uh, come there and then a lot of people have publicly indicated their uh, willingness to participate in, in the protest march. And so uh, we organized it, and uh, we believe that along the line, many civil society groups who are interested will, will join. But basically, we're the ones who are organizing it. We're the minority in parliament. I mean, Dr. Sivinamo, you're, you're obviously opposed to this. Would you organize a protest in support of the BOG? Um, I really don't have 
any intention of doing that. I don't think, I mean, I mean, more than the uh, global economic challenges, solving it, whether you're in opposition or in government, the best tool to use is to demonstrate just because you want power. I think this is the time that we need to bring all minds together and find solutions to our problems. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, Dr. Stephen Amar. He is a Deputy Trade Minister. Uh, where do you stand on this? Send me a WhatsApp, 55 Go for gold and bet risk-free on the new season with Betway. Use the golden booking code found on the Betway site to bet on selected match weeks from 11th August to 3rd September and get 100% back as a free bet on any losses. You always get more with Betway. Regulated by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. No under 18. Terms and conditions apply. Betway. Bet your way. Hey, you ever buy?